Ready? Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian, and we are back a little bit, a uh, little bit longer of a break there between episodes than uh, than usual. But it's 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 fucking hot. It is hot, and we had to do a break because I was I was working it at the gym. Yeah, I'm working it right now. That's disturbing. Yeah, I got I got you this thing. Yeah. yeah, brought my work. I brought my I brought my gym to the studio. For those of you that uh, that can't see us, you know, all you lucky bastards that aren't me. Who are unfortunate and, and, enough not and, to see this chiseled work uh, of man god. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Yep. The people in the booth are already averting their eyes. CMG. <laughs> chiseled man god. Brian's, uh, Brian's workout regimen apparently just consists of that little squeezy spring hand weight thing. Yep. Which oh, feel I burn. Think, yeah. Yeah. So... He's uh he's basically he's working out for his masturbation yeah. uh, session. Really enhances those moments. As well as also <laughs> a lot of door opening. Door opening is much easier with this. Uh helps a lot with that. that and I uh, bet that would help. You know, it's just really you gotta you gotta watch your reps though. If you get over repped, then it's you know, you, your hand sort of freezes and then you can't do anything with it. Oh, that's no good. They can't open doors or or anything else that you normally would do with now, your hand. Does this workout also in, in, in enhance your ability to uh, to open like jars and stuff? Oh my god! Yes, so many pickle jars have fallen to me lately because I'm just re- I like to think of myself as the champion of pickle jar opening. Like uh, it's a service I'm going to start providing. Uh, champion pickle jar opener, please call one eight hundred pickle jar. If you call that, you will reach me, and I will come over and I will open your pickle jar for you. I think that's a great idea. I do think, though, it would be nice if you did wait for people to ask because mm. uh, the last time I was in the store with you, we got kicked out because you opened all the damn well, jars. Well, but then when they got home, people had open jars already. So it's sort of a problem. Pickles don't go bad. They're already brined zucchini or not zucchini. What are they? Cucumbers. Cucumber. That's it. Cucumbers. They're brined cucumbers already. It's not like, what are they going to do? Spoil? No. True. I, I, I think it was more that... Uh, People had an issue that with a random stranger had previously opened their pickles, their safety sealed, and might jar. might have been working out with them, squeezing them in a manner that I'm was. I'm thinking that's what people were worried about. Yeah. Did you know that pickles look like frog dicks? That's a fact. <laughs> I haven't seen a frog dick, but I've I've eaten my share of pickles. I've eaten so my share of frogs, thanks. and I can tell you that that looks like frog <laughs> dick. Like a really like obviously no frogs or like a huge frog would have that dick it's not like it's the porn star legend of <laughs> frogs if it has that dick just i'm and i know i i also have not seen a frog's dick but i i'm guessing that a pickle would look like a frog's dick i would agree and why i needed to open a jar full of them i don't know yeah jars of frog dicks so so why that why the hand squeezy weight though other than doors jars and masturbation? Uh, that, honestly, uh, it's because I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, editing work at my uh, computer lately, and um, uh, I, I don't like to feel like I'm not doing anything. It's my myth way of telling myself I'm working out, um, but really <laughs> it's just me sitting here being like, oh yeah, feel the burn, I'm so awesome, and in reality I'm just getting better at masturbating frog dicks. Nice. So, um, does it help at all with the guitar playing? Um, you know, I've only been doing it for three days, and I haven't played guitar in the last three days. So that I I will so let it's you know. Counterproductive, huh? It's counterproductive. It, it stopped you from it playing is. guitar. It is. It's because my my arms are so tired from working out <laughs> that I don't have I don't have strength to play guitar. Uh, also, uh, I did. Uh, I, my significant other bought a PS4, and that's been taking. I've been playing Witcher Three like a mother. So that's how is that. It's pretty good. Uh, mostly you kill things, and then the things you don't kill, you fuck. So Wait, what? That's working out pretty well. Like, are there are there certain things that are designated that you're supposed to be fucking, and certain things you're supposed to be killing, or is it literally like an option? You come up to a goblin, <laughs> and you're kill like, or fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you play mar- you play Mary kill fuck every time you can <laughs> interact with anything. You could marry it, kill it, or fuck it. 
Yeah, that's just that's nice. uh, that's an amazing game. Uh, no, you just um, uh, it, it's mostly there. There are brothels, and you can go there and pleasure ladies. Or if there are ladies in the game that you do missions for long enough, you can pleasure them. By the way. Thank you for mm-hmm. giving me this opportunity that I discovered today. I wanted to go get some sweet man booty because there are male prostitutes. You cannot sleep with male prostitutes in Witcher Three. What the hell? Oh, it doesn't involve. No. Uh, and it, by no the way, it doesn't no do action? like the, the the brothel scenes aren't like this. Uh, they're not like GTA games where like the car moves a little and somebody makes some noise. Uh, no, like they they have a full on sex animation. And I was like, "Wow, this guy look this there's there's the male hooker in this game that looks like a Korean boy band lead singer. I want my <laughs> I want my grizzled, uh, gray haired, long haired like ex. He looks like he you know pl- like was a roadie for the Grateful Dead. I want these two to hook <laughs> up. I need this to happen, and it couldn't happen. So, dear Witcher three, in Witcher four, I'd better be able to hook up with." Asian twinks, or I'm going to be really, really pissed. Why do you think I bought a PS4? So that I could watch him <laughs> endlessly bone chicks? No. Variety. Open world, my ass. It's not open world. <laughs> it's a lie. So, why would they put the male brothel in there? Right? You think? No, no, it's the same brothel. It's like there's like guys and girls in the brothel, and you go in and like you just, but there's, a, and, and you can't even actually sleep with all the women there. There's like, three women in each brothel that you can go talk to and pay money to and then it triggers like the same sex animation it's just with different women you know different npcs mm-hmm. in the role and uh i just was a little let down i'm because i'm an open world gameplay guy i like open world in witcher 3 huge world oh my god ps4 great for open world uh mm-hmm. and i was just like you really you couldn't spend like an extra week and let me literally screw everything in this bar i don't understand why you couldn't do that that really would have made it for me i would have been furiously <laughs> working my away working out workout hand and now i can't so i'm a little disappointed you know video game sex is always a is an interesting thing like you mentioned gta you know in the past you, know, you pick up the hooker and all of a sudden your car kind of squeaks and your your health goes up because yes. that's been a staple for a while where sex makes you heal you do gain you gain um, experience experience points in witcher okay yeah but uh I don't know, uh, and, and I guess, you know, I'll, I'll admit this on the show. It's not the most embarrassing thing I've ever admitted. Um, with the newest uh, GTA V, mm. uh, and I don't know if they had this in any previous ones, but in GTA V, I know you can go to a strip club and you can get a, a private session lap dance, and then you kind of, it's like a mini game where you, like, you flirt with her and, and actually touch her when the bouncer's not looking, yep. but you got to watch out and not get caught. Um and eventually you can you can, so allegedly you can you know like get the dancer to quote unquote like you enough to uh, actually go home with you. Yes. And uh, uh, I gotta admit I I have so little game that I can't even virtually score with a stripper because uh, I I just I don't I never get that. Yeah, <laughs> I always get rejected, and I'm just like, man, I have uh, virtual blue are, balls. Are you talking? Are you talking? You can't just talk to her. You got to. I mean, touch her. You got to do the sweet nothings talking too, where you're like, baby, you're so fine, girl, you're so. Yeah, no, I, you do that too. I do. I do. I do all. The, I push all the right buttons as far as I know. And you couldn't, so to speak. And she just wouldn't. Yeah. Wait, did you go behind the club and pick her up? What? Because she goes, ooh, baby, let's she go home. She said no. No, no, that's just it. I've never because I even I even YouTube this shit because I was like, it must be this must be like a prank. People talked about it happening just to see who would waste their time doing it. Right. right? No, I've I've seen I've seen the the you know the successful attempts on YouTube. Uh, I just always get the I'm not that kind of girl, and they walk away, and I'm like, oh, well, send Ouch. in the next girl. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> send me one that is. <laughs> I, I did not come here to meet your kind of girl, ma'am. <laughs> I didn't come to the strip club looking for a wife, my dear. Yes, I did not. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, as a connoisseur of video game sex, uh, big, uh, I, 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 I have, I have, I played through the GTA mission of seducing hookers. But my problem is, I drive the cars really bad, so I have killed endless hookers when I'm supposed to pick them up. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'll like go. will be like, meet me out behind, and I'll be like, sweet. Who get in the car? Whip around the corner, and she's standing like right there. If you ever get to it, <laughs> be really careful. I have killed like three uh, strippers uh, in that game. Uh, 
you know, and and had to stash them behind a dumpster and and then leave. And uh, you, yeah. you essentially are uh, you've created yourself as a uh, as a GTA stripper serial killer. Like yes, your your actually. your mo is that you go and you seduce them and get them to agree to go home with you, and when they're waiting out back, you whack them. I, I run them over with a large <laughs> car or even a motorcycle or whatever. Like it just, yeah. Nice. So, but fortunately, it's really helped me up my my hiding hookers' bodies underneath the overpasses in L.A. Uh, That's good. I have, you know, we haven't talked about that in a while. Still at it and um, still doing well. <laughs> still doing well. Good, and still. Still no issues from the from the popo. Um, I've uh, a couple times, couple times. Okay, but uh, you know, mostly, mostly then I'm just like, guys, come on, bros, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, you g- get out of here, and I'm like, All right, <laughs> oh, you, you, uh, but but you know what? In real life, I can pick up male and female prostitutes and bury them under overpasses. So, Witcher Three, get your shit together. I don't know if you've played the Dragon Age games or if you've uh or if they stopped doing it in the later ones, but I know in the original Dragon Age game you were able to have uh inner character sex play and uh and it was you know, it was I don't know if you got XP for it, but it was the sort of thing where depending on how you role played and how you interacted because you have, you know, dialogue options that are either offensive or, you know, friendly to people. Right. And and so and you can give gifts and stuff. So depending on how how much you could get a person to like you, you could eventually end up hooking up with another character. And I believe, uh, I don't know if anybody could sleep with anybody, but there was one character that was definitely a, uh, a twink, and he I heard about is this. able to hook up. Yeah, yeah, you are able to have uh, gay sex in that one. If Come you're, you know, on, if you're, see, Dragon really Age got it right. It. <laughs> I'm just bummed, because I, I, I don't really do a lot of dudes in real life. That's not a thing I do. As a as a married guy, I tend to just sort of stick with the one woman, really. Uh, that's probably a, a good a good uh, relationship goal. Yeah, there, it's yeah. worked out well. Uh, so yeah. in video games, I want to I want to you know basically try and get myself some herpes and have you know like all kinds of weird crazy sex that I can't have in real life. And uh, unfortunately, Witcher Three is cock blocking me from the cock. That, that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Speaking of uh, blocking cocks. Or cocks that block. Yes. Or other things that sound similar, like block cocks. How about as uh, a British person? How about pucks that fuck? Pucks that fuck. Dicks for sticks. Dicks with sticks. I like it. Dicks with sticks. Dicks with sticks. There we go. Cocks that block. See, I and pucks, pucks that, that fuck. fuck. Clearly, we're talking about soccer. No, just kidding. We're talking about NHL. Black the Blackhawks. Blackhawk power. Uh, Blackhawk power. The NHL Stanley Cup Finals is uh, finally, uh, finally over, and I can officially say we did it. You did, Chicago. Congratulations. I'm gonna put this one down at the feet that I have finally decided to bless you with my presence in the future. Yay! That the Blackhawks decided to get their pucks together and win the Stanley Cup. My balls championship. <laughs> Now, um, not only though did they win this year, this is the third cup in only six seasons, which I don't think there's been that kind of dominance by a single team since like Gretzky was in his prime. Yeah, no, it has actually been a while. Um, I don't follow hockey very closely, but I do know that if you want to talk dynasty right now, I would say the Blackhawks have a dynasty. Yes, that's right. The Chicago Blackhawks have definitely just ran through everybody. They're stiff. They have some stiff competition, mm-hmm. and they like to give that stiff competition to. Uh, They're really good at penetrating and all getting the other to the teams, hole there. I guess. Um. <laughs> this is like the most penis-centric <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> it's our theme. I have a hunch the title will involve something phallic. Tom Tom Brady hasn't even touched balls recently. I and know. We're still talking about. Dicks. I know. It's weird. Whatever. It's like it's like there's dicks in the air. It's it's like they're just out there and and. Uh, and yeah, the Blackhawks are just running rampant. They are, you know, actually they are the uh, the Blackhawks are officially bleeding over into other sports. Uh, I don't know if you saw all of the NBA Finals games, but I think uh, Game Five had a special cameo. Did you uh, Did you see that? I did actually. Uh, I was at a graduation, <laughs> and I uh, after afterwards at the barbecue, I turned on my phone and uh, went on Reddit, and boom, there was a picture of. Uh, well, a Cleveland Blackhawk, yep. not a Chicago Blackhawk. It was a Cleveland Blackhawk 
And I was just kind of surprised that that just went away. Right? Like, that was an issue for five seconds. And I was literally like, dude just flashed his dick to, like, <laughs> most of America. <laughs> and everyone's just fine with that. Like, we're cool. Uh, whatever. And uh, for those of you who don't know, for those of our listeners that don't follow uh, sports or basketball or watch the NBA Finals, there was a point in the game where uh, LeBron James of the Cleveland Cavaliers, my personal favorite basketball player of all time, by the way, you do, you do love. I yes. love me some LeBron James. I'm, I'm so sad that they didn't win. Spoiler alert: they lost. Yeah, but uh, he's adjusting his shorts, um, and he's yes. on camera. And and it was at the end of the game, they were walking out of the arena. I guess is when it happened. Yeah, and uh, and he, he uh, he's adjusting his his shorts, and uh, and just right there on live TV is uh, his, his dick falls out. Yes, I. And then here's the thing: did he ever even respond? Did anyone talk about I just saw it on Reddit briefly. Somebody put up this post that said, hey, LeBron James just flashed his dick to all of America. And nobody talked about it. I know. It. It's I like was this thing, like like when you open the door and see your dad naked and then close it really <laughs> fast. He's like, oops, whoa, sorry. You walk in on your parents having sex or something. That was America's reaction to LeBron James' dick was, oh, wait, let's not talk about it. Which is... I. I have some theories, but I will say it's probably a good thing that there wasn't such a huge backlash because um, remember when we all saw Janet Jackson's nipple and all of a sudden yes. everything got edited in the world ever, ever, ever. So maybe it's good true. that this got swept under the rug. But um, but no, I was I was also I was curious the same thing. And it wasn't on ESPN. It wasn't on the news. Uh, John Oliver made a brief joke about it. Yeah, and uh, and that was it. And I was I was very I was surprised. I was like, okay. So my only thought is that it's got to be because it was clearly unintentional. And uh, and ABC it was ABC that was airing the game, right? Yes. And uh, the Disney Channel. The Disney folk. Channel was. Um, I'm willing to bet it was probably one of those things where because it was unintentional, they would rather just not address it and hope that it was really quick and most people didn't notice it. Their wish was granted for the most part. Uh, other than us talking about it on this podcast, I don't think anybody else has talked about it. But uh, hey, we we talk about we when you talk about the Blackhawks, you have to talk about LeBron James, uh, Dong getting flashed to everyone who was watching the <laughs> NBA Finals, and then true. no one caring. So I like to think that that means that we're cool now, right? Like, yeah, you can just show Dick on not HBO now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's actually a new, uh, it's officially like a new precedent was set, and you can now uh, balls out on TV. Yeah. It's a new way to go. Next season on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> oh, no. <it's> dicks, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Well, team, we've got your new uniforms. It looks like the same top. It is. Well, what's different? There's no bottoms. There's no bottoms anymore, Colson. <laughs> now get out there and wag it at someone. <laughs> so. I just want to, like, the amount of dick we've talked about and balls this year so far, if we don't get sponsored by Dick Sporting Goods, I'm going to be a little right? sad. So just I a call know. out to Dick Sporting Goods. We talk about your the name of your company a lot on this show, so please sponsor us. Yeah, give, give us, us money. Give us free sports gear or just give money. Give us free balls. Give us free balls to go with all the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but aside from LeBron's penis... Uh, mm. We did have uh, there was actually you know a playoff series that went down between Golden State Warriors and uh, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it did uh, it did go down yeah, and Cleveland uh, Cleveland lost they couldn't get the job done. Um, <laughs> you need to say that at least seventeen more times right before you before you achieve full peak of joy. <laughs> Probably I, you're like I'm I, so close. I mean Cleveland I don't I, I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, reveling in the fact that Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James couldn't get the job done. And, uh, you know, and the fact that, that LeBron James is still yet to be able to show that he's good enough to win a championship other than going to an all-star team like Miami. Um, mm. You know, but, but but no, I I don't I don't I don't need to harp on the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers lost the playoffs and uh, didn't actually win the title. Um, you know, we could probably move on from that. But importantly, though. Because Cleveland Cavaliers lost the uh, the finals and didn't win the title, I'm, you did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say though, and this will this this is this is where uh, you and I will diverge in the wood. I thought LeBron James played a hell of a playoff series. Um, he I did. honestly thought he should he have been the MVP. Really well. uh, he, he actually, even I will they give lost. You, he played really well. He, he they, I'm sorry, they what? They they lost. 
Even oh, sorry, though they lost. My, 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 my headset seems to be not working. I, I can see your mouth moving, but I, I'm not hearing what you're saying. Say that again. LeBron James should be should have been the finals MVP. No, I heard that. What the, was the other thing? The Cleveland Cavaliers lost. That's right. The Cleveland Cavaliers lost. They did. By the way, thanks for playing along with that. I love that we're sitting in a studio together and you're you're willing to let me play with the whole I can't hear you. <laughs> Why not? But uh no, I liked the uh, I I liked his play and honestly I think the series would have gone different if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love had been there. Uh you definitely would have gone to seven games. I still think the the Warriors might have won it just because they're a deeper team. They got a really good bench. But uh LeBron played a hell of a series and showed a lot of dick. He showed a lot of balls <laughs> out there. He did. He showed um, he showed what he's made of or at least was made with. Right. And really, really let it get out there and, and let his play speak for itself. Uh yeah. no, he did amazing. Uh but all all respect goes to the Warriors. Man, Steph Curry might be my one of my new favorite basketball players after this year. I think every I'm kid now is a like, fan for the next year at least. Yeah, every kid in L.A. now is like running as like Steph Curry jerseys for Christmas. So, because yep. the Lakers still suck, yay! That that is what <laughs> makes me feel good to say the Lakers still suck. And if I can say yep. that this time next year, I'll be a happy person. You you will be able to say that. I I feel I think confident so. that the the Clippers are going to be the new L.A. team for the time being. Uh, and I'm the okay. Lakers with are probably that. done for a few years. Yeah, they're um, be, they're they're in. Uh, um, the refractory period. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's funny, a dick you, podcast. If I can't talk about dicks, I was going to say. Uh, and what's funny is, uh, you got you got just as happy talking about how the Lakers suck as I did talking about the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers were not able to get the job done and lost the NBA Finals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we could literally <laughs> just name this podcast: "The Lakers Suck" and so do the Cavs. And we just go <laughs> and, and just maybe talk occasionally about like fuck the Yankees, but. Really, the rest of the time would just be us talking about those two things. <laughs> However, a- actually, I-, I could think of a lot of people that would listen to that. Sadly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, we so, we. Uh, uh, I think our I think our listener base would uh, probably quadruple. Um, easily, loads of people. Yay, sports for loads. hours. <laughs> uh, loads before we get off of the uh, the basketball, though, here we had a wager going. So. Oh, we, we did. Uh, yes. Yes, and and you won because. <laughs> because I won in Cleveland, couldn't get the job done, and lost the NBA mm. Finals. So you won the uh, the wager. You get to de- decide, or if fuck, for the sake of this episode, you get to dictate what our uh, cover picture on Facebook's gonna be. So uh, any ideas? What are we gonna be looking at for a while? Um, I'm I'm down to like really three choices. Uh, one, me, <laughs> like a picture of me. Okay. On on it, like like I'll just take a really awesome or embarrassing picture of myself, and that will be the background. Um, two, uh, a photoshopped picture of me, um, d- in some hilarious situation, probably with Chris Pratt because I'm big on him right now. Okay. Some sort of guardian, me and Guardians of the Galaxy with Chris Pratt, that could make its way on there. Probably very poorly photoshopped. <laughs> I will probably wind up doing it. Um. Since our Photoshop guy is actually very busy, but I I will probably uh, so yeah that could be the second choice or three it will be a picture of an actress that I find attractive which just seems to be my sexist go to, uh, um, probably like Scarlett Johansson's butt or something really demeaning and horrible like that. Nice. I um, that's the third option. Sadly, I'm on board for all of those options. I really like that last one. I might blend all three together. Oh God! Don't ruin ScarJo's ass. Don't do it. It'll just be a picture of me, right, on the on a leather-clad crack of Black Widow's butt <laughs> smiling with my thumbs up. Yeah. If you're going to go with a picture of you, that's that's an abrupt change because right now we've got the lovely Emma Watson. So that's going to be a, it's true. That is a harsh turn to take. It would, it would be very – maybe I'll put her in, though. Uh, maybe we could be getting married Aww. by Chris Pratt <laughs> on Scarlett Johansson's butt. Nice. And that will be how I work that. I like so, it. It'll be interesting, I promise. Awesome. So, well, congratulations on winning the wager. Um, you, uh, by the way, you mentioned a, a bit ago when we were talking about the Blackhawks. You mentioned um, the uh, that you officially now have decided you will set foot on Chicago soil. Uh, and I have yes. to tell you, there was I got yet another uh, phone call visit from my non-Jewish Jewish mother after our last podcast. Uh-huh. She started the conversation. I'm not invited now, aren't I? She's no, just the opposite. She's like, you're uninvited just now. The, you can't come. Just the opposite. Uh, 
I found out she had listened to the show because the first thing she says on this phone call with me is, so when do we buy the tickets? Uh, when uh, when should when should we let's make the plans? I can buy the tickets. We can take them to Wrigley. It'll be great times. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, Yentl. I don't know. That, I don't know when it's gonna happen. I like that you turn your mom into Yentl. <laughs> But uh, but no, she's totally down for it. And uh, the fact that you even mentioned it last time, she got all excited and wants to buy your ticket and everything. So uh, uh, yeah, if you've officially committed to it here, I'm, I'm afraid to say you you might actually be getting a personal visit from my non-Jewish. Uh, so you have to go to Chicago. Yeah, uh, I was going to hitchhike, so maybe I'll t- I'll take the plane. I don't know. <laughs> I figured that was the most American way to go to Chicago was to like hitchhike across uh, Nevada and Colorado and whatever other horrible states are between here and <laughs> the. The new mecca of steak that is Chicago now. Are you, would if you did the hitchhiking, cross country hitchhiking, would you would you do it in a dress like you talked about? Um, I feel like that's really inviting death, <laughs> particularly <laughs> a, like across Wyoming in those long, lonely stretches. A trucker picking me up and smiling um, and being like, mm, "You don't you don't want me to play Bob Dylan's blowing in the wind on the guitar, <laughs> do you? You'd like me to blow something else on the wind? And yeah, no, not doing it." And I'm dead in a ditch. Yeah, see, that's just uh, well, that, that is would a, maybe not be good. Well, that is an impressive visual. You have looked at a map of the U.S., right? Yes. Like, if you if you end up in Wyoming, you've made a mistake because you shouldn't have to go to Wyoming well, I gotta go north. to go from here in L.A. over to Chicago. I mean, if I go in a straight <laughs> line, yes. But obviously, you know, I don't know how, but if you're hitchhiking, you're just going wherever the wind may take you. I mean, I could wind up going to Montana this and over true. and... Might make it to Georgia by accident before I get there. You never know. You never know. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I enough, do. I enough. do mean to set foot in Chicago at some point. So, uh, so I may. I may keep the ear open there, uh, as to possibly not hitchhiking and and dying in a ditch somewhere. You mentioned recently here on the show. Um, I think it was about mm, five minutes ago. Your uh, your love for Chris Pratt. Yes. So I was just curious. I have not yet gotten to see it Mm. have you had a chance to see jurassic world yet the world of jurassic i did i went and saw it this last sunday and contributed to its half a billion dollars apparently that it made worldwide so about uh ten dollars of that was me so it outgrossed avengers wow it is now the jurassic jurassic world is the highest grossing um movie in america in american history it outgrossed the avengers by two million dollars Wow. The and opening uh, record was 207.4 by Avengers, and now it is 209 by uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic World, sorry. We will keep the spoiler rule in effect for this one. Um, okay. So, uh, especially because I haven't seen it yet, and that's what matters. Fair enough. So, was it worth it, you think? is it Does it deserve the uh, the uh, massive success it's having? Here's here's the thing. Uh, kids love dinosaurs. Of kids, kids in any time okay. or place. When I was a kid, I liked dinosaurs. When, uh, when my parents were kids, they liked dinosaurs. When my great grandfather was a kid, he liked dinosaurs. There were dinosaurs. No, he was. Yeah, uh, there were. He actually <laughs> were. So you're always going to get the kids loving Jurassic Park. So they got them. But the thing I think that they didn't count on to to get to such lofty heights was the nostalgia factor for people uh, you know like our age and a little older and everybody that liked Jurassic Park loved right. Jurassic World because that movie basically spends a lot of time blowing Jurassic Park which is fine but uh and and I think that's really sort of what gets it through because honestly the story sucks ass and I'm um. not going to give away any story points but oh my lord no character develops at all like the oh. the character developments are are truly awful the only character, and this would have been perfect, by the way, last week. I wish we our last episode. Um, you know, we spent, we had we talked about the the uh, the Black Widow controversy about how uh, you know her saying I'm a monster because I can't have children. Yes. Guess what? Uh, Joss Whedon actually tweeted about Jurassic Park for one of his last tweets before he quit Twitter was, "You think I'm sex? I don't remember. I'm I'm quoting here, but I think it was something along the lines of, "If you think I'm sexist, wait until you see Jurassic Park 4. Wow, was he right. Um, the main character, who is the only one who has a story, like, I guess the main character by default of the only person who, who start, whose character starts somewhere and learns something and arrives somewhere else by a different okay. point in the movie. And this is, this, if you've watched the trailer or seen any clips, this is not a spoiler. 
Bryce Dallas Howard's character learns that being a being a stereotypical woman instead of being a woman with a job is something she needs to learn. That's her lesson for the movie. It's brutal. <laughs> like you're just I mean, I still enjoyed the movie, but there were just moments where like like part of the problem is actually Chris Pratt, who I have said previously I like and I do like him. But you know how in 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, which it's almost been a year since it was out, so no no spoilers on that, but but Star-Lord, his character in that has like an arc, you mm. know? Like he arrives, he doesn't oh, know who yeah. he is, and by the end of the film he's learned to sort of I'm not going to say what he's learned, but he's learned something, right? right? I mean, he's he moves as a character. Well, and he's um, and he's also just uh, uh, character growth. You know, he starts as kind of a very self-centered, self-absorbed thief guy, and by the right. end, he he's uh, you know he's he's accepted and taken on a role of a leader. He has the Aladdin story arc from Aladdin, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, yes. He's a thief in the beginning, and by the end, he might marry a princess. That sort of thing. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not a spoiler. I don't think she's a princess or he's a princess. You yeah. don't know because if you haven't seen it, you don't go know. to Mars. God damn it, people. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. You haven't seen Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Seriously, go to Mars. Um, so it's Chris true. Pratt's problem in this one is they basically have him playing the rugged everyman. Like he's just, he's awesome from the word go. Uh, I mean, in the trailers, you've probably seen him leading raptors and taming raptors and and that's pretty much the mm. tone of his character is, oh, my God, Chris Pratt's awesome. And that's it. That's the only character note he has. That's everything. That's He doesn't learn anything. He doesn't grow. Nothing happens. He's just awesome. And he convinces Bryce Dallas Howard that, sh- that penis will solve all of her problems. <laughs> and you're just uh. like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, yeah. There, there. You watch it. You let me know. We'll, we'll have this conversation at a later date when you, when, uh, when you've seen it, and and we can talk more about the, the gender dynamics. But it's another one of those movies with a huge gender dynamic problem. Uh, so gotcha. So bashing briefly on it more, because uh, I'll get that done, and then I'll I'll go on to what I liked about it. Uh, the stories, the dialogue <laughs> so is there laughable. Was something. Oh, there's a lot. There were quite a lot. Of, I I'd, I'd give the movie like a B. The script is a solid C minus, but the overall movie gets raised to a B basically due to a lot of goodwill from Jurassic Park and the fact that Chris Pratt, even if his character does nothing and goes nowhere, is still charming and cool. And Bryce Dallas Howard is a great actress, even if she's playing someone who thinks that babies will solve her problems. Um, The two kids (laughs) they got are functional. They don't do much. The kids are like the most blank like it's though it's it's those type of characters where they make it's like Shia LaBeouf and Transformers. The kids are there just to be blank projections so that the kids watching the movie can be like, "Oh, that could be me." That's that's what they're there for. So, uh okay. but the the dinosaur attacks are awesome. It's actually one of the more gruesome Jurassic Parks. I'll put it out there. A lot of great dino kills. Nice. Um Now, speaking of that, cuz one thing that somebody had said to me and of course it was an exaggeration, but I'm curious if how much it was based in fact. Uh, mm-hmm. They said that the uh, the dinosaurs are cool, but there's there's only they're only in there for like ten minutes of the whole movie. Mm, no, they're pretty. They're they're in there quite a bit. Um, okay. There's a there, if anything in my mind, there's too much dinosaur. Like, uh, and okay. this was actually a conversation. So we I, I get out of the movie. I, I watched it uh, at a love. I, I watched it in Chatsworth with some friends. Uh, home of porn in the valley. Had had they just finished filming a porn? (laughs) Uh, Actually, out in the parking lot, Jurassic World of fucking was being filmed. Uh, No, it wasn't. (laughs) But it probably was. You mean Jurassic porn? Jurassic porn was happening. Uh, A guy in a raptor suit banging a blonde. Just out in the parking lot. It's crazy. That's Chatsworth for you, though, folks. Um, So (laughs) I was standing in this parking lot. We were talking, actually, about what we did and didn't like about the movie. And pretty much everybody I saw it with had the same take. Like, man... That was a good movie, but how did the story suck so much ass? Uh, and it was the thing we kept <laughs> talking about was, if you think about Jurassic Park, you can name the characters. Ian Malcolm, Alan Grant. Um, I don't remember Ellie's last name, but I know that Laura Dern played a lady named Ellie. You know, like you remember the names. You remember famous lines like Samuel Jackson's barely in it, but he does the hold on to your butts line. People quote that. You know, there are no quotable lines in this movie at all. No oh, memorable yeah. characters. I cannot tell you what the name of Chris Pratt's character is. 
I just know it's Chris Pratt. I can only identify Bryce Dallas Howard's character because I know her as Bryce Dallas Howard. There is nothing to these characters. They are paper thin, and that is the crappiest thing about the movie. Was Chris Pratt's character Star-Lord? Of the it could have been. That actually would have really helped. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, cool, he's Star-Lord. Um, so that's the worst part about the movie. The best part is they they got a lot of things right. There's a lot of, they call back, if, you, if you're there for nostalgia, which a lot of people are and a lot of things, in a lot of movies, the, a lot of these reboots and remakes are like, hey, remember this? Uh, they do right. a lot of pretty subtle but good jobs with that. Um, you know, they bring back a lot of uh, nods and um, just little clues throughout the movie to it. That part was really cool. Uh, the direction's pretty good. It's just, you know, like um, the, the kid that directed it did a nice job. Uh, it's just the writers let them down. So I don't know why it made half a billion. For the love of God, somebody had to see it more than once, and I, I can't imagine doing that, really. Like, I would not go see that movie more than once. It was like, oh, I got to see it. That was cool. And now I'm done. Mm. Uh, so it wasn't as bad as Jurassic Park 3, which I think we can all agree was an abortion before God. <laughs> um, but Jurassic World was, it was all right. It was okay. okay. I have heard that, and I'm plan part of the reason I haven't seen it yet because I was going to rush out and see it uh, before our session here. Um, mm. But I, uh, I, I was told, and I kind of want to do this is, uh, is if you have time, watch Jurassic Park one before you go see Jurassic World because of the nostalgia stuff. You'll actually appreciate even more if you, you know, if you do have some of that stuff fresh. You might. I was actually glad that I didn't because if I'd watched Jurassic, actually, what I wanted to do immediately after I watched Jurassic World is I went home and watched Jurassic Park because I was like, I want to okay. see a really good movie with dinosaurs. Um, and when I was watching it, like I said, you just remember, you're like, oh man, it's really the people that make the movie great, not the dinosaurs. They're great, but like the really bread and butter of Jurassic Park is who is who is being eaten or being threatened to be eaten by the dinosaurs. Um, right. So I would, I if I'd watched it before personally, I probably would have really disliked Jurassic World. Okay. I would have been like, God, what the hell, guys? Um, so I, it, but it could go either way. I mean, if if you watch the movie and then you go watch Jurassic World, you probably will be fine. But uh, and yeah, you probably. I mean, it doesn't. I caught a lot of things, and I had not seen Jurassic Park in a while. Uh, it, they make it pretty pretty out there and and like correct. And then it's kind of cool to watch Jurassic Park and be like, oh, they had that in that movie. <laughs> it actually made me enjoy Jurassic World a bit more. It got raised from a B- minus to a solid B movie after I watched Jurassic Park afterwards. So I would say watch it afterwards, but that's just my opinion. Okay. So. All right. Now, um, speaking of, I don't know if it's a reboot, remake, what you would qualify this as, if it's just another, I guess it, I don't even know. I guess it's another sequel, but uh, Terminator is coming out. <laughs> What the hell was that? Sorry, we don't get to talk like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that was Arnold. That's just his noises he makes. <laughs> the Arnold Schwarzenegger noises he makes right before he goes and he's like, guys, we've got to go. <laughs> That's the noise he makes. I hope he makes it. I'm glad he's back in the new Terminator. I mm. really honestly was like, oh, another Terminator movie. Great. Christian Bale can scream at some more people. Who cares? And then I was like, wait, Arnold's in it? Wait, he fights digital Arnold? Right. Okay, I'll watch it. I d and I don't even care. I don't even care. I, I will watch it, and uh, it looks. I don't know. Have you seen the tra Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. For the new one, and, and what are your thoughts? Let's my, start with you, because I always I always talk in my Arnold voice and basically I I have to do blah blah. Talking in Schwarzenegger. It's funny. You, everybody in the world can do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, except I don't know why Arnold Schwarzenegger can't do an impression of a normal person. He cannot. No, he's not capable of it. No. <laughs> uh, now, honestly, what I... So I've what are your thoughts on the trailer? My thoughts are it's got to be better than the last Terminator movie they did. Although, yes. I, I will say, um, as there's a lot to dislike about that movie, but one of the biggest things that I think that they just kind of screwed themselves over was, um, and it's been way well over a year for that one, right? Oh, wait, like four years, five years? A while, yeah. Okay, so um, so spoiler rules off the table for that one. Um, they 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 really killed themselves uh, by the big the whole point of the movie, the big turning point, the big thing was that uh, was who's the actor? It was the, not Christian Bale. Oh, uh, Sam Worthington. Yes, uh, he his character doesn't know that he is a Terminator. Like he doesn't know he's a robot, right. and and. <laughs> 
that that is out there and open in the trailers. Like they put that out there and from the opening trailer of like this is what the story's about and it's like oh my god, why would you do that? <laughs> you might as well, you know, re-release Citizen Kane and just go this summer, Citizen Kane. It's his sled. 4 or 5 years ago they did do that in like every trailer. It was mm. just like that was their thing. Um, Inception, it's a dream. Like then is that, I mean go or not, who cares? Now, Terminator. Well, He's now a wait Terminator. A wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Going back to Inception here, and uh, I, I got. Really, you think it was? Oh God, no! I, it, the brilliance of Christopher Nolan is he leaves it up to you to decide. Okay. Because I be either one. I don't know how I feel about it. All I know is I remember seeing that movie in the theaters, and I literally I remember driving home, and it felt like it was hard to drive home. Like it kind of I felt buzzed. Like I literally that's the most. Of actually physically or mentally, I guess, mind blown I've ever legitimately been where I was just like, whoa, I feel really, mm. really shaken right now. Yeah, no, that was, it was a hella good movie. Uh, mm. And yeah, the end of it where it was just very, it was very nebulous. He left it up in the air, which I quite liked. Just you yep. decide, is it a dream or not? You will never know. <laughs> I'm off yeah. to go make the third Batman movie. Suck it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but to answer your question, um, I, I'm excited for it. I actually am looking forward to it um, for for a couple of reasons. One being, like you said, uh, Arnold fighting digital Arnold is going to be hopefully really cool. I think we have the technology now to make that look badass, and I think that it's uh, it's going to be really fun and hopefully not super hokey. Um, the other thing is, uh, and this, this, of course, goes to a running theme that we've pointed out with me, is uh, cute girls. I enjoy them, apparently. Uh, I like that... Uh, Daenerys is in this without her white hair, um, so um, I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Amelia Clark, right? That's her name, the actual actress. Yes, Amelia Clark gets to play the older version of uh, Linda Hamilton's character from the first Terminator, or younger version. I don't know. I was gonna say if she's, pl- if she's playing I older, she they they cast that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess she's she's younger. Um, but I like I like the cast. Uh, I don't know the director too well. I don't remember even remember his name really. But uh, I I think the one the thing that's going to help that movie for me is it's coming out Fourth of July weekend, which immediately lowers all of my expectations because the Transformers <laughs> movies have come out for like the last forever on that weekend, and so I just go to movies assuming they're going to suck. Um, so if it, if I go to that movie and it's even remotely good, I'll be like, it was amazing. So all I really need out of that movie is for while I digest tons of hamburgers and hot dogs, it to not completely offend me with how bad it is. And I think it can manage that. So I'm looking forward to it. I, 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 the last Terminator movie was really, yeah, I agree. Like if they hadn't spoiled the, the reveal, it might have been better. But yeah, they, they wrecked the whole marketing uh, and the, the entire movie was just a mess. So yeah. I think if they make not a mess, if they don't poop their pants in front of me on la- <laughs> on on Fourth of July weekend, I think they'll be fine. So, uh, yeah, I, I've got high hopes for it. That's fair. Would this be the first time since the original Independence Day movie that Fourth uh, of July hasn't yielded a turd? You think if it is good? Um. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Fourth of July weekend has been a little little iffy lately. So, uh, again, I blame Transformers. They've been taking the slot for years, and I think finally they, they've stopped. And, and then the rest of the movies that have come out have been very unmemorable. I think I, last year, I think there was some rock movie that came out. I don't remember. I so, would, uh, you would think I would know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 maybe there wasn't. I, I've known. They, they always trot out some crowd pleaser that weekend because it's such a big weekend. Uh, and so I think they were like, oh, Terminator, this will do it. So, yeah. To uh to kind of shift away from the big action summer blockbusters, there is another movie I think coming out semi soon. Uh, Pixar's new entry, uh, Inside Out. Oh yeah, Inside Out is coming out uh, very soon. Yeah, um, and I I've got high hopes. Uh, they debuted it at Cannes Film Festival, which I think is still Canaise, By the way, is how I say it because I'm not French and I spell thing I say things like they're spelled Canaise. Um, pair is. I'm, I'm worse uh, than you. I, I say I always have read it as cans. Yeah, cans. That's what I was. I was, but I, I guess it's con or whatever. It depends on who you're talking to in Los Angeles. If you're talking to a, a, an intellectual person, they'll be like, "Oh, it's con." And you're like, "Oh, like so." Do you guys so get Star Shatner Trek? to go there and scream <laughs> at it every? I was gonna say, right? How have you not had William Shatner show up con to open it? That would be <laughs> amazing. 
But uh, get on that, Hollywood. You do what we say. Do, do it. I, I've heard the the early word on uh, on Pixar's new movie is is masterpiece is what everybody keeps saying about it that because uh, it's really high concept you know the whole movie takes place in the mind of this uh, I guess teen teenage girl oh dear and it's all of her emotions running wild and trying to get control of her head so it is an action movie it is an action movie apparently uh, and probably very violent <laughs> uh, but I, I I remember when I heard the concept of it I was like man if they pull that off. That'll be amazing because that just sounds like it would not work. Right. Uh, but apparently they pull it off really well. Um, and so I'm, I'm very excited to see it. I, uh, Pixar has been on a bit of a cold streak for me lately. You know, Cars 2 and they just haven't really seemed up to snuff as to, you know, what they used to be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what they, they do with uh, the inside out. I'm, I've got high hopes for it. Now, was Pixar, uh, was that Big Hero 6 or was that just straight up Disney? Uh, it was straight up Disney was, was Big Hero 6. Which was it was very good. good, yeah. Damn good movie, Big Hero 6. Jumping back really quick, we were talking about uh, Amelia Clark and Daenerys and Terminator. Uh, I, I feel like we probably should talk about this. And uh, for our listeners um, that don't want to hear spoilers on Game of Thrones, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, just give the warning right now. You may want to skip ahead about 10 to 15 minutes uh, because I think we need to talk about uh, the season five finale, of Game of Thrones, or really the whole season, uh, the, sh- the show in general so far, um, and uh, and and I don't even want to try and jump around spoilers. So um, this this is your one and only warning. Yeah, it's tricky to talk about but, that. Uh, did you? Uh, I'm assuming you've seen it. Yes. Yes, I have seen all of season five of Game of Thrones, and you could probably safely skip ahead to the part where I'm not screaming in rage, um, and that'll safely let you know when we're not talking about it anymore. So. Because George R. R. Martin is a fat son of a bitch. And now explain why you feel that way. Because I know you've read the books as well, right? Yes. And in the books, they do not do at the end of season five what they do in the books. The books end very differently. Um, is Jon so, Snow uh, still alive? Let's just get alive? out of the way. We've said this poor thing. He, it's, it's left up. It's up in the air, you know? Like, so he, it's, same thing happens where he gets called outside. He goes outside. Somebody stabs him, and he falls to the ground. And as he's falling to the ground, he sees a giant come up, like this giant that he'd save. You know, and earlier in the season, even in the TV series, they had the giant character, right? Um, who comes along and like swats swats a whole b- bunch of people aside. Uh, he he comes and like saves Jon Snow a little bit. Like he pushes, he comes back and like like uses his club to like you know throw everybody away before they can stab him repeatedly. That shit does not happen <laughs> in uh, in the in the in the books. Okay. So yeah, and the it, and by the way. I mean, I do we want to talk about where we think it's going to go? Because I don't know where they're going with the TV series. And, and that's how literally the fifth book ends with Jon Snow descended into darkness. And then he, as he did, he saw Prugglefoff or whatever the giant's name is, was, was fighting people away from him. And that's literally how it ends. So I have no idea whether Jon Snow actually dies or not. He could die. That could be it. It's written that he may die. But okay, so it, it doesn't so seem like he's to me the way they wrote the end of book five. It felt like he wasn't actually going to be dead. Okay, so uh, so yeah, as long as as long as there's you're not pulling off any book knowledge uh, of what you think might happen, then yeah, I think we could probably speculate because I I have my own theory on it as well. I think that he's, I th- I feel like the way they the way they lingered on him, uh, and it seemed like he almost still had a lifelike expression on his face. I actually don't think we've seen the last of him. Uh, well, I didn't think we had seen the last of him. Uh, HBO does that thing where they do the, uh, inside the episode where they talk about stuff with the creators and they talked about it like it was Jon Snow's death. So I feel like maybe he is actually going to, just going to be gone. But I, um, uh, I haven't read the books, but from people that I've talked to that have, uh, there, there's always been this supernatural element that I've been waiting to see happen, some sort of connection with the uh, the direwolves, um, and uh, and and so part of me is thinking with the whole army of the dead concept, and uh, and the fact which I would love by the way if if you know it, to see to see Jon Snow resurrected inside Castle Black and just go a batshit crazy taking people out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, I- the idea of possibly like a army of the dead style resurrection, also uh, the fact that um, you know I feel I felt like maybe 
right, you know, kind of like Inception, right as it ended, we don't know if he's actually going to die or something could happen at the beginning of season six that's going to salvage him in a supernatural way, like some sort of, uh, you know, uh, wolf-like connection. But um, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. That's what I think it could do. What do you think? My thought is mainly who showed up at the at, at Castle Black right before he died. Oh, oh, the uh, the red woman, the lady that can raise people from the dead and can shoot shadow demons out of her vagina. So I'm thinking she's going to have something to do with Jon Snow because she already said something like he has royal blood or something like she has a lot of interest in him. They've, they've been setting it up for like like two seasons ago That's when she true. met Jon Snow. She was really interested in him. She was like, oh, you're Jon Snow, Ned Stark's bastard? Mm, who's your mom? What do you know? Like, asked him a whole bunch of questions and seemed really interested in him. Well, and she tried to um, get on him, too. Yeah, she tried to bone him, all kinds of things. And I think that, uh, like, her her religion in the books is renowned for bringing people back to life. Like, they've it, it's happened before, not in any major way with any major characters. Um, those of you that have, those of you that have read the books know that I'm bullshitting right now, but... Uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything because I think they are actually going to do the thing that I'm not spoiling. But uh, the red priests or priestesses, which is what she is, are it's like it's a known fact in that universe in the book that they bring people back from the dead. So okay. I think she's going to bring Jon Snow back from the dead. Okay. Uh, because I just can't, like, Kit Harrington has become a huge star out of that. Um, he's, like, Jon Snow's kind of their main character. Like, yeah, there's Daenerys and there's Tyrion, but it's like Daenerys, Tyrion, and Jon Snow. Like, what are they going to do? Have have part of the show be about Sam now? I, I don't think so. That's not happening. So, I mean, they could. They they said they've deviated from the books, so they might. And if they do, then I would bet that Melisandre will bring him back to life. That's, that's my theory. Speaking of uh, undoing some of what they did, the other big kind of turning point for one of the main characters that I think people have been invested in since the beginning of the show, the Stark girl that's the youngest Stark Aria. girl that's uh, Arya. She, you know, she ends up being struck with blindness, which I actually didn't even think about uh, when I was first watching this. I realized it as I was thinking back on it. I was like, oh my God, that's actually, that was really, really well done as far as, you know, the uh, the eye for an eye, literally, uh, mm-hmm. notion oh, literally, that they yeah. went with where, where you know, like the uh, the only... What was the line that the guy said? Like, uh, d- uh, death requires a life, or something like that, or a li- uh, something. I don't know. Basically, like, basically to make it right, because she killed somebody she wasn't supposed to kill, uh, that somebody else has to, like, another life must be sacrificed, type thing. Yeah. And then the fact that in the manner in which she had killed the guy involved her, her uh, literally carving his eyes out. So then she goes blind. I was like, holy shit, that was actually really cool. Um, and I didn't, I didn't catch it the first time through. I, I was thinking about later. I was like, oh, um, my thought on that is, uh, um, given the whole faceless no one thing that she's been trying to train with, provided mm. she's not done training, um, is, uh, it, am I right in assuming that she's probably going to be able to undo that by having her learn to remove that face and she'll be able to see again or is she fucked? Well, I mean, we're into book territory here where I could spoil things now. So oh, I could spoil so okay, it so for you and tell you the you answer. Actually, no, if you know the answer from a book, I don't want to know. Never mind. Okay. I, I withdraw the question. It's, I'll just, um, I so, okay, so how many books have there been? There's five books. And have uh, so how much, what percentage of what you've read in the books has been unreached yet in the TV show? Um, Arya's storyline is unreached. Um... They finished Bran's storyline like a year ago. And by the way, he wasn't in this season at all. So I'm kind of curious to see what they do. I think next season will be a lot more about Bran. And it'll be a lot more things that George R. R. Martin is not going to put in books. Like it'll be, they're, they're off the rails with Bran like all the way. Like they're, they've completely told okay. every bit of story he has to tell. They're way past Tyrion. Way past Tyrion. Like in the books, he hasn't even met Khaleesi yet. That's how like way back they are with him. So, uh, they're sorry. Way forward, they are with him, and with Khaleesi, they're right on track. Okay, there is still oh oh. Uh, Cersei has a little bit more to go. I, I the Lannisters so. have a bit more. The King's Landing. Yeah, no. I, well, I mean, they they. Uh, it's funny that the Lannisters are the one family that they just don't seem to. Uh, they don't seem to knock them off at all. Uh, like, I mean, granted, they did one, but it, that one felt like it was a. Uh, 
it felt like that was a nobody character that was just there for uh, for an emotional reaction in one of their main characters, um, which was a great moment, by the way. It almost felt it almost felt too heavy handed when it was just like, oh, such a touching moment. And then as soon as the blood started, I was yep. like, there we go. <laughs> now yeah. we're back to where we should be. I called that too. Um, because at first I was like, "Is this is this medieval yeah. Full House? What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it was. It, it, as far as I can tell, uh, George R. R. Martin and the show. If anybody is pleasant or nice, they're gonna die. Like that's just it. Like just expect them to die on Game of Thrones. Oh, are you a yeah. pleasant person or a person who does their duty? You will be visited by death. That is what's happening. But no, uh, I feel like with uh, with Cersei, they actually they. <laughs> As much as they had her go through this season, which was a lot, and kudos to the actress playing the part, because oh, great job! Holy shit, she just fucking yeah, she did an amazing job with it. But the last thing we saw of her, um, I thought was very interesting. Uh, as far as it just felt like literally a whole refresh on what on where they're gonna be able to go with that, given who she was just reunited with. Yeah, they d- they have a lot more to go with Cersei and uh, Marjorie and. Tommen and and the whole King's Landing thing is actually got a lot more to go with it. So that that part is going to be uh, for me a highlight of next of the next season would be that. Yeah, and uh, and last thing I kind of want to touch on that I that I am interested to see and and you can just give me an answer if this is a uh, if the books are already done with this and it's just they're making it up as they go or not. Theon and uh, and Sansa making it is up. They're they're making it up. Okay, because whole uh, thing yeah, that made was, up. That was interesting. Like for me. I don't know if it's like is he Theon now? Is he is he still Reek? What's going on? It's hard to say. So uh, I'm interested to see what they do with that. And also, uh, you know, we haven't seen him for a couple episodes, which is smart. Uh, you know, Littlefinger is out there somewhere. So oh yeah yeah that's true yeah no they're caught up with him and with uh, with Sansa they're just making stuff up now like it's way past where she's at in the books. Bri- Brienne and uh, Pod same thing all made up. Uh, Jamie, all made up. Braun, all made up. Which man, to me, Braun was really one, like one of the best parts of the whole season. Uh, like, yeah, him just getting called up by Jamie and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go do this thing, Black Ops. Let's go." And then they just they, I really dug their little uh, trip to Dorne. Uh, that that was a highlight of the season for me. The three like assassin type uh, girls, the Sand Snakes. Yeah, they are awesome. I love. I hope. I hope there's more with them, which I'm gonna assume that there will be. There's a lot um, more. They haven't covered them in the book yet, actually, fully. This was actually the first time, to my knowledge, this was the first time that episode ten actually had something to offer because their formula so far has always been. Uh, they've got ten episodes. Episode nine is always the holy fucking shit moment. Yes. And then episode ten is always just kind of felt meh, but you know, there's like maybe one little cliffhanger. Not even like season four seemed like it didn't even end with a cliffhanger so much. It just it ended with uh, with Ira on a boat, and you're like, okay, she's going somewhere. Yeah. That was it. Um, this this one it was like ep- uh, season nine was like holy fucking shit. And then all of, I'm not season nine, episode nine was like, you know, wow. But all of episode 10 felt that way too. Yeah, no, um, this season, I think, well, they got away from the books. And once they got away from the books, I think I think earlier they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. disease where they were like, oh my God, if we catch up to him, and we are going to, so we got a delay. You're like, they would just, you could kind of feel there would be episodes that would get dragged out because they'd be like, okay, this episode... Um, we're going to spend all the time in the world on the onion night guy talking to the little girl forever about nothing. And they're not going to matter. Like, mm-hmm. so it felt, it felt like ever since they've kind of been released by George R. R. Martin, who's basically said, you guys write your story. I'm going to write mine. You know, uh, now they can kind of do more. So season five, I thought was really good just because a lot happened. You know, there've been seasons of game of Thrones, like two Season two got just like, oh, my Lord, please move on. (laughs) Like they just they'd they'd stop and Arya would hang out with with Tyrion Lannister's dad for like three episodes. And you're just like, no, I cannot take any more of this. Just no. And so I was really happy that they got away from that. And now it's they're able to move the story along at their own pace, really. Yeah, I liked this one way better than past seasons, I thought. Um, What are your thoughts, though, as far as because because R.R. Martin is writing another book. So. Is he at the point where he's just basically is now like officially saying, FYI, the next book, and if I do any more books, they are not going to be the show? Like there's characters that are still alive in the books that aren't on TV or vice versa? 
Um, yeah, like uh, I, I think that that has definitely been what's happened uh, because in the other universe, Jorah Mormont uh, isn't in it anymore. Like he's not dead, but he's just gone. Okay. So having him back in, I think in the show is kind of cool because I like the character mm-hmm. and I like the dichotomy that he's in love with Khaleesi, but she's like whatever, you know. Um, uh, yeah, in the show he gets banished and he does not find Tyrion. He's just gone. Like that's he's just out. Boom. He's history. Uh, so they've got him in. There's a lot of characters that are alive. They've killed some characters that are not dead in the books. Oh yeah. So uh, it's I'm gonna be very interested to see what they do with that. I don't know. I'm digging it. I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, I rewatched the last season of The Newsroom, uh, which was I think like a year or so ago, and uh, it made me sad again because that was a really good HBO show too as well. Just uh, just going on the HBO show vibe there. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched it. Uh, the Aaron Sorkin show, The Newsroom. I haven't yet, no. Um, but it's uh, it's all on HBO Go. It's uh, it's three. It's really two and a half seasons because the third season they only gave them six episodes. But it's really good, and it was one of those where, like, when it ended, I was just like, ah, I really wish whoever made that decision can change their mind and bring <laughs> them back because it was uh, it was good. Although I guess there was such a falling out. Aaron Sorkin like decided he's going to quit writing TV. He doesn't want to write TV anymore. Ouch. Um, so I don't know what the hell happened. But Nothing good. Yeah, something chased him away. Yeah. I just want to touch on this briefly. We're almost out of time, uh, but we said we'd talk about it last time, and, and now that it's officially, I think, just kind of, it's gone through its news cycle as much as it's going to do. FIFA, man. Who? Yes. All right, well, thanks. For <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a hell of a thing uh, for him to just, or for Seth Blatter to just kind of out of nowhere step down, and uh, I I personally think it had a lot to do with the sponsors, coming out and just being like look like i think there was there was a private phone call in my mind from the folks at bud light to set bladder in switzerland saying look you guys are corrupt as hell and we've been able to look the other way for so long but now that this is you know now that you've kind of shit the bed and in america now we have to deal with people that normally don't give a shit about soccer now being aware that you're corrupt as hell uh you gotta go and i think that's why he stepped down and it's also why john oliver had to drink a bud light lime which was awesome, by the way. For those of our listeners that have not ever watched Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, that's what we reference it a lot because it's awesome. He talked about FIFA like I don't know months ago. Then when the uh, then when the story broke, he of course revisited it, and he pointed out the fact that uh, that Bladder is still was still in power and uh, and was you know and had won another election or whatever or was going to, and. Uh, and and so he actually made a plea to the sponsors, and he he said he would do some stuff, including drinking, as he called it, the completely disgusting Bud Light Lime. And uh, sure enough, next episode, the uh, the change had already happened, and he uh, he made good on. He chugged that thing too. I was impressed. I was like, damn, that was like, even though even if it was a regular beer, that was impressive. Yeah, no, he really got in there, and uh, and well, he did everything he said he was gonna do, which I thought was awesome. But yeah, no, uh, and I guess uh, Bladder actually started talking a couple days ago about being like, well, you know, maybe I won't resign. And immediately just the backlash from FIFA was, no, you're leaving. You said you're leaving. You're gone. So I think he's definitely out, uh, but he's still kind of being a turd about it. So (laughs) I I, I think that they're just, I, I think he's out. But of course, he's not just the problem. It's the massive corruption all over the place. Uh, so whoever he winds up replacing him is going to have a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a, is it Jack Warner? Is that the other guy that was like the vice president or something? Yeah, he's a former vice president of FIFA um, who he's he's very, very he's covered a lot in scandal. He's the one who's kind of probably the dirtiest. Um, and so he's I, I'll be interested to see what they get, because I'm I'm betting they're not done. I think that Jack Warner and a lot of the other people are going to flip. And you might see charges actually come against Sepp Blatter um, and against a lot. There might be more. I think they're going to I think the FBI is going to clean house and the Swiss, the Swiss police as well are going to clean house on FIFA. And then hopefully I got to be honest, I don't want a Qatar World Cup. I really don't in 2022 or whenever they're having it. I don't want one in Russia either. I I feel like two countries that basically uh, their their moral standpoint on being gay is fuck you we want to burn you don't deserve to have a sport with some of the most beautiful men in the world in it that's just (laughs) not fair 
And with that, I feel like we've come full circle. Brian's love for for beautiful men. And, back to uh, dicks. Back to dicks. So, uh, which is perfect because we are out of time. Um, keep the feedback coming in. Uh, we've got some excellent feedback. Uh, my personal favorite was from one of our listeners who uh, was listening at work until they got in trouble. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this at work, you're brave as shit, or you have yeah. the coolest job ever. But, um, but yeah, the uh, apparently actually our last episode in which we were, uh, uh, I felt like it was our most feminist episode we've ever done. Uh, however, uh, we we learn. I learned at least through one of our uh, uh, one of our listeners that wrote us. When taken out of context, the things we say, even in defense of women's rights, apparently appear very chauvinistic and sexist. <laughs> apparently, uh, our our discussion on Mad Max, uh, when you talked about the uh, the potential of was Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy were that were their characters going to bang. Um, it was, you know, for anyone that listened to the show knows that it was all part of a conversation of how we were talking about she was actually breaking the mold of needing a character, a female character in a movie to have that that connection. But um, that was the only portion that I guess some passerbys heard. And they they basically were, made the assumption that that we were going the other way with it. <laughs> ah. And we were very sexist. I, so I will just say that's what I've learned. If you're listening to this, it won't word. change how we how we do the show, but never. But. If you're listening to this at work, take take the headphones out right now. Take the headphone jack out right now. And just give me one second. Equal sex is sex. Dudes boning, chicks boning, dudes boning chicks. Equal sex. Not women first sex or men first sex. Equal sex. Okay, quick. Put the headphones back in and run. You should probably run. <laughs> uh, you're probably going to get fired if you don't. <laughs> oh, that was fun. I hope we didn't just cost anybody their jobs. But if we did... Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're currently hiring, but, um, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> anyway, we do want to thank you for listening. As always, you can, uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, search downstairs neighbors. You'll see a profile picture of a cat in a guitar case and a, a who knows what, uh, cover picture. Brian will decide that, uh, we're on Instagram at downstairs neighbors. Um, we are on Twitter at D neighbors band. Of course, Send in those emails and let us know if there's something you want to hear us talk about or if there's any questions you have for us. We will get to those on the show. Uh, we did get one. Uh, I think you saw this as well. Um, apparently, they, they enjoyed uh, story time with Seth, so I'll try and come up with some more wonderful gems from my past to share. Yay! Uh, again, that email is uh, downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. But, again, we want to thank you all for listening. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. And get you the chopper. I'll beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions. But you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody This has been a Dry Run production.